0: And welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 108, or 108. I usually say 100 and then the uh, next number, but I said, oh, this time. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Sealing. Dude, it is Sunday, July 18th, and... Oh, is it actually already July 18th? Shit, time is flying by. I, right. I didn't realize how fast things are going right now. Uh, We got news this week, dude.
1: Yeah, like... Uh, I, i'll I'll just let you get going because there there's like at least one news story in here that i'm probably going to want to talk about and something that i was not expecting at all
0: yeah we we got a we got a out of left field piece uh we'll definitely get to it it's going to be near the end of the news but uh yeah it's, this is Sutra's side talk every week we talk about gaming movie tv show news usually select news we'll want to go in depth on or have opinions on and then afterwards, if we have time, we'll talk about what we've been watching and what we've been playing. And uh, this week, of course, we're going to do all of that because uh, I got some more. I like it. I promised. I promised at least one to two fast movies per week until we get to nine. And uh, James watched something. He basically, James sacrificed himself uh, to do something that so others would not have to. And we will talk about that as well. Yeah.
1: Don't be like me, kids.
0: Yeah. It's something, let's just say it's something jamming. And then uh, I also, this whole week, James, this whole week, I watched Shark Week. And I got oh, it's back. a lot written down. And we're going to need gonna, a bigger uh, show. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to need a bigger boat. <laughs> well, <laughs> I watched Jaws <just clears throat> the previous <throat> week, too, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and actually next, yeah, for that Monster Movie Thursday, and then next week we're watching mm. uh, Deep Blue Sea 2, because we watched Ooh, the first one Wait, last they made a year. sequel to that? They made three. Oh my god. Uh. Yeah, so we're gonna watch the second one. We're gonna see how that goes. And, uh, yeah, we got plenty of news. The news this week, guys, we got, like, a little bit of boys news, some John Wick news, uh, <laughs> some fucking Game of Thrones news. <laughs> you guys, oh. it's, uh, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna love this. Uh, some Netflix playstation potential
1: stuff yeah that's kind of like our
0: that's that's our like our movie tv gaming bridging news it's like we're we're entering games and leaving movies yeah yeah it's the perfect uh thing there and then some ea stuff mainly about battlefield and star wars or the lack thereof and then uh our little new reveal and some destiny 2 stuff we actually forgot to talk about when it was first announced but we'll oh right yeah yeah so we'll talk we'll we'll definitely hit that as well and of course james uh since we got a good amount of course we're gonna make sure our timer is back again uh probably five minutes per intro too. Oh, excellent probably we're, we would i think we'll be record time for the intro because we're gonna dive right in but uh, honestly, five minutes per everything, except maybe that little reveal yeah, near the end. It
1: might be a bit of a discussion for that last thing.
0: Yeah, that might be a 10-minute one. We'll we'll see how it goes, though. But uh, with that said, James, are you ready to just dive right into this? Let's go. All right. So first up for the movie TV news, guys. We have a little bit of a bridge for The Boys season one and season two. So there's going to be... Or there is now a digital show. And this comes from uh, Entertainment Weekly, uh article by Nick Romano. So they've created a Vought News Network show. And of oh. course, you know Vought as yeah, the company. The, yeah, the, the
1: company that basically owns all the heroes and stuff in the show.
0: And it's supposed to be a... If I'm looking at this correctly, uh, it, it stars matthew edison as the VOT anchor cameron coleman for seven on seven that's what the show's called and i believe i'm looking at this i think it's a monthly show and it this first uh, the first episode's already dropped i haven't watched it yet but it's six minutes long uh for the first episode and i think that's a honestly this is pretty smart because you know people want boys season three of course and yeah just like you know but we're not dying to have it we're not like where the hell is it because it's just like any other show you just have to wait till the next season especially yeah if we're waiting for attack on titan and like demon slayer and shit and like everything else like that like this is nothing like this is easy and Something they never really do, though. You know, every now and again, you might get news and stuff to get you ready, the trailers and stuff. This is a cool idea because it's like, here, for this month, here's six minutes of content that you can take that's going to probably talk about other heroes and have you kind of guess what they're up to and see what's going on. And it kind of keeps you keeps you interested in the show. Because once the show's done, you know, there's a good week where there's memes, there's whatever, like look at Loki, like next oh, yeah. week you're not going to talk about loki anymore i can practically guarantee it I, except for when we actually talk about it on the show because we have kind of behind on like all the cur- like everything kind of blasted out like in terms oh, yeah, I of guess uh, I add content to
1: my list of like things that i've watched because it's done now
0: yeah cause, i mean there was all this theatrical releases everything else like raya came finally at disney plus Luca's out on yeah, disney plus mis-
1: uh, I, s- I still haven't watched any of those
0: yeah, and The Heights is out, like, and then the Fast movies are out, Quiet Place Part 2 came out in theaters, Black Widow came out in theaters, Loki's going on. still gotta watch Black Widow. I, uh, I, it's, it's, it's uh, it stay, yeah, well, I'd say watch it, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I'll, think I'll get about. to it. Um, uh, but this, I like this idea because it's, like, it keeps it relevant, which is very smart on there and too. They're keeping you interested in the show and kind of reminding you, like, in case you ever, t- I mean, you probably wouldn't take off Prime. Because you already have Prime already. Why would you yeah. take off Prime? But like, especially for this one show, do you actually have Prime for this one show? Actually, so, if you have Prime for this one show, you should uh write into us at switch yeah. and let us know what the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah, so you said it was like a bridge between the two seasons? Is is it like
0: a I think it takes place in between. So everything they're talking about is everything that happens after season two, but before season three. So there's okay. gonna be potentially a small time jump, considering like you had good closure. At yeah. the end of season two, even though we know like, uh, what's her face is secretly a has powers and she can blow people's minds up, and like, right, uh yeah, you know, Homelander is still Homelander, even though like the rest are kind of improving or some of them are more so than like we mm-hmm. may at least is cool in our book, but like, it there is still you know, enemies and shit in For this, sure. and of course you have John Collarup Esp- Esposito yeah his character i'm, I'm, I'm excited dude. to see him more i feel like he's in everything now. i keep turning to each show and he's just dude there. he's
1: even like we're saying like about crossovers between like show like you know video well, not movie. i guess tv oh, and movies and like video games yeah he's in far cry too now yeah yeah he hell he is but yeah i mean
0: i think that's cool i'm gonna be definitely watching it it's only six minutes so it's something that also, isn't a chore. It's just yeah. Something also, that's that easy.
1: It, it's interesting that it's not like a full on show. It's like shorts. It looks like yeah.
0: I like that idea, honestly. But you know, I'll I'll, I'll watch it and see how it is. Yeah. I'm imagining just some corporate schlock of just like, uh hey, in the news today, blah 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 blah, propaganda propaganda. Which is you know that's the point yeah. of it. Which is why it's going to be pretty cool. All right, next up we have some John Wick news, James, but not about the mm-hmm. movies themselves. Uh, remember when you saw did you did you see the the news about the continental they were making like a show or a movie there's to be like a prequel uh, kind of like it the, sounds kind of
1: familiar yeah
0: you know it's like the hotel itself it's supposed to be like it's about yeah. the hotel it, and
1: stuff it was the uh yeah the really interesting hotel where it seems to be like neutral ground where assassins can hang out and be sure that they're not going to try to kill each other and stuff like that
0: yep so Uh this is from Hollywood Reporter by Boris Kitt. They are changing it to a three episode special. And when I say special, each special is ninety minutes long. So it's basically like four and a half hours. So kind of like
1: short where like each episode was like a whole mini movie. Well no, I shouldn't say mini movie. Like movies used to be ninety minutes back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. And it's gonna be directed
0: by uh, Albert Hughes. Uh And he, you know, he co-directed, you'll actually love that he co-directed Book of Eli. So that's a pretty Mm. big deal. That's that's a fucking great movie. And I'm excited to see I apparently also the budget has vastly increased for this as well, which, you know, more or less, I guess, is a good thing, depending on what they're trying to achieve with it. It should be pretty cool. Um, I'm like kind of looking at film budgets now. It just depends for me cuz it's like when you get a big ass budget i'm like is it because it's going to contribute to the film or is it because you're just paying one person a fuck ton of money cuz they're acting
1: That's a good point yeah Some it, actors there was a do end up yeah. being like really expensive i mean look at freaking robert downey jr i mean yeah. he i mean once he got iron man they were like he's i feel like he renegotiated his contract and was like can i be like as rich as tony stark please <laughs> it's uh
0: after watch after we talked about like in uh our one of our more recent up to it, down to it episodes where we talked about the state of film just talking about budget for film and just being like if you get a no name actor and you have a much lower but like you're get- if you have a much lower budget you're getting like these no name actors that you know they're gonna put out their best performance because they are no names and yeah. also you know it just contributes to then you're putting more money into uh the film itself than just a singular person or like yeah. you know you're picking the locations you want but. Uh, now looking at it, it's honestly kind of spoiled when I hear budget for a film. Now it's completely just made me repulsed oh, yeah? <laughs> each time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just kind of like, ah, and then I look at it and I'm like, oh God, I, I can't think about this. Otherwise I'm going to start not enjoying myself thinking about this like movie or show that's going to come like, out.
1: Yes. But what does that number really mean? Yeah. Ba-
0: honestly. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It-, it does. It really does. And it's, I mean, it's just another thing of like when you just get stuck disgusted with hollywood i guess you know but uh just for those that don't know you know this is from the same article uh this is just a exact uh uh paragraph here a prequel spinoff continental is set 40 years before the events of the wick series and focuses on on focuses on a young man named winston he will one day grow up to be the character played by ian McShane yeah. in the wick movies but in the prequel story yeah as as uh I was about to
1: say like wait wasn't that one of the characters in the movie <laughs>
0: yes no that's that was the plan uh, since the beginning but yeah so we're gonna see him pretty much just young so it's all uh 1970s new york which should be really cool yeah. uh, i like that idea too because you know it's the, it's such a weird world and all i know is yeah oh hey john
1: dude honestly, working again <laughs> i i honestly think that that's why john wick has become so well i i could be wrong on that like i a lot of it has to do with like uh Oh no! Who actually plays John Wick? I'm I'm blanking on the Keanu right. Reeves. Keanu Reeves, uh, Keanu Reeves plays that character very well, and the action is extremely well choreographed and and well, and the cinematography is also really well done. But for me, it's like the intrigue of this uh, assassin world that's just like in plain sight, kind of, and just like it, it seems like everyone. Like, or there's, like, someone connected to this world all over the place. Like, even the homeless people on the street, you could just, like, walk up to them and be, like, here's a gold coin. They're, like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Let, let me get you to safety, sir. It's just, like, it's so interesting that that's... I, just,
0: I Dude, like, I love that scene where the homeless dude's, like, hey, what's going on? I just stab somebody. I was, yeah. like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. Yeah. Fucking Barry King.
1: So, like, I I somehow missed watching the first one when it was first in theaters, And I just, like, heard people lose their minds over it. And I was like, it can't be that good. And then I watched it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so hyped for the second one now. This movie is amazing.
0: Oh, dude, same. Uh, I watched one way later. And so my friends and I watched it again right before going to the theater to watch two. And then I saw three in theaters here. I think I saw two in L.A. and I saw three here. And in San Francisco, dude. I, oh my god, I'm fucking just everything about it. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Same. I'm. It's exciting that it's gonna be 90 minutes for each special. Like that's that's honestly really cool. I, I think that's uh such a neat thing because honestly, everything about John Wick has been. I mean, who wouldn't want more, right?
1: Yeah, the only thing I can think of that's been like kind of mediocre was just that game that came out that... We don't count I, those. Yeah, well, I don't remember anyone saying it was bad. It was just kind of, like, mediocre, which... I, I don't I, remember anything about it, to be honest. I think it was, like, a turn-based game. That's okay. I it, oh, I think I know your tra- Yeah,
0: Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, next up, James, Game of Thrones. Oh. Game of Thrones. So, remember we talked about... Um, how many things were in development? We had an animated we had an animated show yeah all right we had house of the dragon that's two mm-hmm. we had a thousand ships the Nymeria one right we have the sea snake one okay uh with corliss valerian it's like his adventure ship we have <laughs> potentially a duncan egg one
1: yeah that's like one of the few that i actually remember <laughs> oh.
0: and last but certainly not least is the one that would be set in flea bottom and when I right. say that, I mean certainly least because who the fuck wanted a Flea Bottom show, which is why they canceled it.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: so they've canceled that and now greenlit t- or basically you're now working on two more animated ones.
1: Dude, it feels like a hydro thing. Like You cut off one head and two more show up bro i just wanted i
0: just wanted the blood moon one i just wanted the long night and i would have all of these get canceled I, I don't even give a fuck if they're halfway through filming house of the dragon i want that shit canceled and just give me blood moon that's it i would watch that i would actually yeah. break my mandate and watch that my embargo i mean of george r, r. martin properties and i'd watch that but You know, you guys canceled Uh, literally the the best thing. I'm gonna keep bringing that up every time. It feels like WB
1: is going like, "You'll take your House of Dragons show, just like you'll like it." (laughs) They go drag you over there. Uh, Yeah,
0: bro, you like dragon? I used to. (laughs) How about dragging these nuts? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Woo! I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, so apparently. Of the three now animated shows, we don't know which one. Uh, this is, of course, also from <laughs> fucking Hollywood Reporter. Uh, this article is by James Hibbard. another uh, James. Uh, this one show, one of the shows, apparently will be set in YETI.
1: Where the Golden Empire.
0: Uh, so YETI okay. was the hella hella east. If you only really know about it in two, they mention it once. In uh Game of Thrones, yeah, I, do, I think
1: I do not remember this. Tyrion
0: mentions that they worship like a multi-titted goddess, that's a fertility goddess. So you're that like, that sounds thinking, a little uh,
1: familiar for something. <laughs> that's pretty par for the course for Tyrion.
0: Yeah, so you know it's something about a sex goddess with multiple pairs of tits and shit, and you're like, oh, okay. So you know you're thinking like, okay, ET. and. Uh, reading a world of ice and fire you know that book that kind of talks about the history of the targaryens history yeah. of westeros and then other lands E.T. is like uh like china basically mm. it's a very uh chinese uh in- influenced type of nation in terms of design culture uh people and stuff like that when you look at it so it looks very much like a like older dynasty i'm not sure what like era of china like ancient china uh, like one of those dynasties but like definitely one of those in terms of uh culture and stuff so interesting uh i think that's interesting one of two because i'm like that's such a random one to choose james that's very random but uh i guess we'll we'll see i I, i think it's just personally i just think it's interesting it's the chinese one over any other one Oh yeah. I'm not trying to go there, but, but I'm is, just saying it's like I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just bringing that as a variable. I'm not it's like saying this is what I think. I'm just saying it's a possibility.
1: It is just an odd pattern that this kind of stuff keeps coming up, but maybe we're just crazy and seeing patterns where they don't really exist. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, if it's cool, it's cool. Either way, not watching it like anything sure. else because, it, uh, no. And that's the thing. Uh, it's like, it's not like I wouldn't winter. be
1: interested in seeing a part of it. Like the, oh man, I forget what the name of the planet was called or if they ever actually had a name for it. But I don't like,
0: think they ever name it. We just yeah. know Essos is like the, yeah. or wait, Essos is the mainland.
1: So yeah. like it, it's West, West So like, not Essos. that it wouldn't be cool to see like an Asian inspired part of that world. It's just like, yeah, it is odd that like of all the things that are getting greenlit or canceled this is one of the ones that seems safe but i don't
0: know you everyone like you know when you think of oh what's the far-off place you want to know, know more about the one that always comes to my head is just the shy the shadowlands like yeah. literally the place where the eggs came from like that that's you know or but like ancient valyria
1: that's it yeah yeah so like those <laughs> are the big like, two dude like the i don't know well the thing one of the um touches I guess of like uh, like a detail of the Valyrian technology that interested me was like when they were describing their roads as like thousands and thousands of miles of just like fused stone and it's just like it's not that they laid a bunch of bricks together and stuff it's literally yeah. like one long solid piece and it's just like how do you even do that like i i don't know it would be interesting to see more of that world before the doom but i don't know maybe we'll never get it yeah but at the same time also
0: in its defense too at the same time i can't just you know go one way here uh it is on hbo max which is pretty much i think really just you know i don't know if it streams much outside of the u.s so you know at the same time that you know someone that was creating this probably was like actually this could be a really cool idea so there's also that just you know giving you at least two sides there for sure to think about uh but yeah that's that's really for the game of thrones stuff i just thought that was interesting to say the least um because more so not even the show itself but just the hey we got rid of one show here's two more (laughs) and you're like wait what are you what are you doing (laughs) oh god they, they they just they won't stop but they can't stop uh netflix james might be going into gaming. Well, we already knew it was going into gaming, but like so, they might be going more than we thought they were.
1: So, this story interests me because well, first off, the the story as I understand it is that like there might be there was like a data dive where hackers found that there's evidence or something that PlayStation games specifically might start shart- start showing up on Netflix. Somehow. Yeah, this
0: is it it's from a uh it was a tweet by I think Steve Werner was his name. I have to I have to find it again because first some I, I had the tweet pulled up and then Twitter reset itself for some reason. Mm-hmm. I guess because of other stuff, but uh, I have to I have to find it so again. While you're finding it,
1: I like honestly this story did not surprise me much. Cause like I don't know, it feels like game streaming is the next I guess, for lack of a better word, arms race for the streaming wars. Like everyone seems to have their own video streaming service, but no one quite has like the handle on game streaming yet. And there, there are companies trying, I mean, like Google shit out Stadia and (laughs) maybe is trying to already kill that (laughs) shit. I don't know, but like, you know, Amazon has Luna, which makes sense because they also own Twitch, so they already have game streaming available. Uh, or And they may or may, or may not streaming. have a
0: successful MMO, depending on... Yeah. Because their actual game studios have so far turned out and, losses only, but...
1: And so far, I've heard decent things about, like, the latency for Luna, but that's... I haven't heard too many people talk about it. It's mostly the guys from Kind of Funny that got to try it out.
0: I was about to say, I don't know anyone that has that. Yeah, I
1: think, like, Tim tried it out or, or greg i i can't remember I, I definitely remember them talking about it at some point but not for long uh xbox has x Cloud, which is coming along it's not really perfect yet but like that's like a really cool idea that it's also just like wrapped up with your game pass subscription anyway but so it's not in again when we're talking about streaming services netflix is like everywhere so and sony has tried to do game streaming with playstation now but it's i don't think it's ever been as popular as they hoped it would be even though it's it's like a cool service it's just i don't know no they don't seem to talk about it much or advertise it on the store as much as i would think that they would uh and so it makes some sense that netflix would try to get into game streaming at some point just to make like a little bit more money. Like maybe they have an even more expensive streaming uh, subscription that's like that also includes games. Or maybe they just have a game one. Because like most companies nowadays, it seems like making a shit ton of money is never good enough. They always want more. and So it just it makes sense that Netflix would be like, hey, why don't we try game streaming and see if we can get a corner of that market?
0: Yeah. No, I agree. It's it's an interesting it's very interesting because it's like how long have they been talking? That's and too. Yeah. what exactly can they plan with it? Cuz it's just like the the potential of this if this is actually a thing. You have the biggest streaming site working with currently the most successful game console right now and orly like current company for the consoles uh and like what could come out of that is yeah. just, huh. It's very like, oh. And it's weird, too, because looking at the tweet that uh, it was Steve Moser, star, not uh, Werner. So Steve Moser on Twitter. Uh, the four pictures was like an N from Netflix, the little shark symbol, uh, an interesting PS5 controller picture that looks honestly like Luna style. Uh, picture it's like a weird like arty bubble pick like color like vibrant blue purple Aww. magenta and it reminds me of luna but it's ps5 controllers and then uh ghost of tsushima so that's why it's like what, what exactly are we talking here would you would we be seeing ghost of tsushima on netflix like <laughs> or like it's just such a it's just so curious but it's also like there's so much to potentially think versus what might actually happen if anything at all is just such a curiosity especially like at sony they're they partnered with discord yeah microsoft was gonna buy them and now sony's partnering with them and we're gonna get like discord on our ps5s eventually and hopefully soon after witch queen because i would love that when we have P- it's gonna be annoying playing with pc players and you're in game chat i'm like fuck yeah. but yeah, I'm just... Uh, I want to see if this is going to be like Discord. If there's going to be special integration within PlayStation consoles. Are we going to see PlayStation stuff on the Netflix streaming app? Like, what what exactly are we going to get from this that's going to be a game changer, I guess? Will they have a game changer is the other question, I guess. Like, is that going to be what they're making? Or is it going to be something small that you're just kind of like, oh, that's cute, I guess. Like, that's, that's the big yeah, question there.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's going to be you know like all the streaming services for gaming streaming the if netflix can get latency down to the point where it's almost unnoticeable then it that's where like if it could that's how it could be successful otherwise if if they can't get it going then it's just not gonna work
0: yeah no usually And that is it for... I mean, that that was, I guess, both gaming and movie TV show. But, like I said, uh, that is it for that. Moving into the gaming news completely, James. EA has released what we call the Battlefield Briefing. Where they actually talk about uh, multiple different things. You know, more in- like specifics on the game. Which we're not really going to go over. Instead, we're going to specifically talk about crossplay which is somewhere in here i have to keep scrolling down but uh all right so this is uh, here we go so crossplay is going to be there but also n- limited to an extent oh yes yeah, so pc uh. xbox series x and s and PlayStation Five consoles will all be together; they can all play crossplay completely. That's cool. Xbox One and PS4 will be able to play together, but it basically it won't be cross-gen. Mm. Okay. So, uh, I believe uh it, it, the reason for this is because uh, looking at it, if I if I looked at it correctly, uh, w- because the reason for this is the player count is different.
1: Oh, yeah. I did hear about this. It's like literally double on the newer gen consoles. So it's like 128 people on new gen and 64 for last gen. Yes.
0: Yes, that is correct. So that is the, I'm pretty sure the main reason. And of course, you know, this isn't a forced thing. So uh, PC and console players can opt out from playing together, at least for the, uh, the big gen you know maybe pc players don't want to be like well i don't want to go down and play with console players or console players. you know they, they don't want to be like i don't wanna get killed by pc players because you know there's always there is a big difference with sensitivity and everything else especially with mouse and keyboard versus a controller but uh that is there and there's also going to be cross uh, cross progression and commerce which cross commerce is a very important part because just because i've been playing modern warfare and black ops cold war and in terms of commerce i have like currency on one and currency on the other but they're Mm. separate so i'm like fuck yeah Uh, that's one thing kind of
1: fucked here that's also kind of annoying i mean not really related but like on uh destiny 2 you can like the things you buy on one console you can use on the other but the silver i guess this is called silver only yeah. is on the one console that you buy it for. So, so I
0: honestly just, I yeah, just make sure you do it on one console. Don't, yeah. don't like unthink it and, you know, go to the other. That's why I just do everything on PlayStation. That's what I've for been the doing. Most part. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's honestly interesting. I like that uh, they give this option and it's completely understandable why PS4, Xbox one people can't play with them, but Hey, at least PS4 Xbox one people can play together. That's still a really good deal there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's really cool. And that does increase my chances of getting this game. Like, so far, this game has been very, honestly, it's looking good. There is a good chance I'm going to get it on launch. Um, because it, it's just the multiplayer, um, i normally like black ops ironically i was like oh there's no campaign for black ops 4 this is kind of I'm, I'm not happy about yeah, that as much but the
1: multiplayer was just kind of like not that great either
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't i just didn't like black ops 4 but the difference is you know certain call of duty campaigns they actually do well and they're interesting for battlefield uh it depends
1: kind of i'll enjoy playing them while i'm playing them but i will not remember the plot or anything.
0: Well, Battlefield 3 and 4 had very not interesting campaigns. Like they're so forgetful and you're playing through it and you're basically you're like if someone asked you what you're doing, you'd be like I don't know, I'm just basically killing bots, I guess. I don't really know. Mm. Bad Company was good. That was a good story, but that's the only time I've ever been interested in the campaign of a Battlefield game. Uh so the fact that this one's not yeah. doing it like or I guess Battlefield 1 did a good job with those like the, the very like one shot stories. But the thing is, that's like a period piece. This is the future and that won't be as easy and you're not drawing from history. So I don't think it would have been good either. So they honestly are probably doing the right thing here by not putting in any form of story for this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for me, if, if a game doesn't have good story to keep me engaged, it has to be super fun. Like it makes me it has to be something that I wanna play, which is why I, I stuck to Overwatch for so long until Blizzard it was like, We're an evil company, don't don't support us anymore. Uh, not really, but kind of. Anyway, uh, so if I hear people are like really, really enjoying Battlefield 2049 and it's just like incredibly fun to play. Then I'll probably pick it up. I don't know if I, I'm not sold on getting it at launch just yet, but it again, if I hear really good things about it, just being fun, then I'll probably get it. Okay.
0: Gotcha. What do you, What do you think you'll get it on? I'm I'm probably gonna get PlayStation or PC. Honestly, probably PlayStation. Cross-play. Okay. Cool. 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 And then. Uh... God, I hope Discord comes on PlayStation soon. <laughs> yeah. well, I <laughs> because like, I know a lot of my friends are going to play, play on PC.
1: One of the few people I play with on Xbox is Chris, and he really is not that big a fan of competitive games nowadays. So I, I feel like he probably would not be that interested in playing Battlefield. So I would be much more interested in playing Battlefield with you on PlayStation.
0: Excellent. Excellent choice there. <laughs> I'm glad you're making the right choice. And leather EA part here... Star Wars. EA Play Live. Don't expect anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'm, Were you so hoping EA Play for Live, uh, Star Wars Fallen Order 2? Uh-uh. It ain't happening yet.
0: <laughs> did you want a KOTUR remastered or remake? Also not going to be there. You if want a there bounty was. hunter
1: game? No.
0: <laughs> well, that we wanted that and then Disney bought them and then we didn't uh, get yeah. it. So that's also... That's actually Disney's fault. That was pre-EA. You can't blame EA for that one, but you could blame blame for everything else, like Battlefront yeah, 2 and stuff. That's fair. Yeah. So EA Play Live is coming up, and it's next week. Like, next week, James, our coverage is going to be EA Play Live and San Diego Comic-Con online. And right. uh, for EA Play Live, I wasn't sure what exactly was going to happen because, you know, they did this FPS roundabout thing where they just had the developers there talking and at first, you know, they did that. There's one for indies, there's one for Madden, and one for FIFA. And I'm thinking, oh, they're doing this to lighten the load, so that way when they do the initial show, there's going to be a lot of other stuff there. Like, these are actually not going to be the front runners. And judging by the Battlefield conversation, I was completely wrong. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to basically, you know, it's not bad. I want to see more Battlefield. Honestly, I want to make sure I'm i want to like i want to make sure i'm getting something i actually want to get but uh you know we're gonna see that we're gonna see apex stuff we're gonna see madden for sure then we're gonna see fifa for sure probably nhl i'm assuming but besides that bioware is not gonna be there so we're not seeing dragon age we're not seeing mass effect anthem is dead yeah uh star wars isn't gonna be showing up at all so no jedi fall in order 2 no knights of the old republic remake potentially and no old republic update apparently i guess so which is also bioware so that's actually in both camps so we're not really getting anything unexpected besides the dead space remake or whatever it's gonna be if that's real and not if it's just yeah like-
1: overhyped whatever like the switch pro was
0: yeah switch pro. yeah so i'm i'm very I'm. it's po- okay I at least like the length james it's gonna be 40 minutes so it's not long it's gonna be an easy watch to get through hopefully less than half of it is sports because if 20 minutes <laughs> if, if half of it is actually just sports i'm
1: gonna like are you excited for the half hour of fifa ultimate team they would do it you know they would <laughs>
0: that's why they had that fifa thing before it like er, this week i believe is when they do men in fifa events uh, before ea play live that's why okay but it's gonna be on thursday if i remember correctly it's gonna be this thursday and i think austin creed's hosting it for some reason uh for those mm-hmm. that don't know he's you know he's wwe's formerly wwe austin creed uh wrestler and pretty much the main man on g4 now which is actually really cool but at the same time it's the same thing like it's just the remember how greg miller was last year and andrew yeah. before that and it was just kind of like okay uh well i think we're <laughs>
1: Yeah, like last year. Oh, they're in this. They're whenever, in the audience. Why don't you go ask him a question? Yeah, whenever Greg was hosting EA Play, he <laughs> that was, was last year. That was last year. He was. Well, just he like,
0: did two. There was like, uh, there was like an outside area where Greg did a part, and then there was a part where Andrea did it. The year before that, it was all Andrea. The year after that, it was all
1: Greg. Yeah, that the, God, the Andrea one was so weird because that was the one where they were like, "Hey, dude in the audience, you you're working hey, on the Jason Star West. You're you're working on a Star Wars game, right?" And it's just like. Wait, are they revealing a Star Wars build. game like without even a graphic or anything? They're just talking to it like one of the dudes. Yeah, they're making
0: a Star Wars game.
1: <laughs> it's so weird.
0: Yeah. I, at least the one thing I'm kind of hoping, because you know, there was that weird that there was that weird year where they were just doing couch interviews as part of the show, and the uh outside, like, while people are playing the event. Uh, I'm hoping because they did these little round table discussions that that means those were eliminated and all that fluff is gone leaving mainly like hopefully just all the juice for mm-hmm. uh the 40 minutes we get. Yeah. But
1: we'll see. We'll see.
0: All right, James. Are you ready? Yep. The Steam Deck was announced.
1: Yeah, like Okay, Steam is one uh, valve is one of those companies that like i at this point just kind of expect them to for the most part sit back uh, and like just rake in the cash they get off of the steam store because they make like boatloads of money like f- indefinitely off of that store yeah but they also do still do like you know they have their own vr headset and controllers and they did do half-life Alex recently so they're not completely out of making out of the game of making their own things but i never expected steam or valve to make a steam-based handheld piece gaming pc we had
0: steam boxes before yeah, as well which those was, those were like partnered with like everything yeah. from alienware dell and, and so those failed miserably
1: well that was their attempt at making game like gaming PCs closer to consoles where you don't have to like get all the parts yourself. You could just buy a box and it works. But I think what people like about consoles is you don't have to worry about whether or not when you buy a game it can run on your console. It's just if it's sold. Also on the console. affordability. Also that so it didn't make any sense it was like I might
0: as well just go buy my own piece, like well, a, that was the thing. Like PC. there
1: being 16 different s- steam boxes with like a bunch of different uh levels of power and stuff like that yeah all the fucking configurations it it just made it just as confusing as making your own pc anyway so it just kind of defeated the purpose of making a console but for some reason this is much more interesting to me because there's just the one iteration it's a handheld so you could take it anywhere and it they also claim that like you can well they are going to sell their own dock but also it's it's a pc you can use any USB C hub that you could find, and it'll work. Like, and it's four hundred dollars to start. And to start, so the only difference between all three models is the in- amount of internal storage and kind of the type of internal storage it is. And the most expensive model has like an etched anti-glare screen or something like that so uh they do you care about like the specs uh honestly let's get into it
0: to be honest, right. let's actually get into it.
1: So, I have them up here. I'm on the Steam Deck site. The processor is an AMD, and this
0: is for just making sure. So, are we talking, are these all shared? They all have the same specs, so they all like-
1: have the same like CPU and GPU, uh, same amount of RAM. It's just the storage that's different.
0: That honestly makes me very happy because that, that I mean also that should be that makes it so for the average person that may not even build a pc ever that makes it so simple for everyone it's just like uh do you want it's like having it's getting an iphone yeah do you want the 512 the 64 the like 128 or whatever
1: yeah and it's for me who like I have been toying around with the idea of you know getting a gaming pc at some point in the it's near cheaper than a fucking yeah. iphone and it's like this is a cheap way to just like get into pc gaming and like i have a steam account i i had a windows uh, laptop like years ago before i had my mac so i have a few games on steam i have an account and like i don't know like the the thing that's been keeping me away from pc gaming besides not having a pc for a while It's just like the complexity of, I I just don't feel like putting the research, the time and effort into researching, you know, what what components work with each other and which ones work better with others and how to put it all together and, and tracking down the individual components and stuff like that. this seems so much more easy where it's just like maybe this isn't the, the tower PC that I, I want to make at some point that's going to get me, like, the most out of my games. But it's at least, like, for now, an interesting entry point into PC gaming. Yeah. And I also really appreciate that it's... They're trying to keep it, like, really open. Like, it starts with Steam OS on it, which is, like, a really basic... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the specs. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Let's get into those. Okay, let's get into that. So says the processor is an amd apu with uh the cpu is a zen 2 uh four core eight thread 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz uh processor Wait,
0: what, what was the core uh
1: oh. a zen 2 with uh four cores or eight threads i think okay. that's what the 4c 8t stands for gotcha so, it's a quadri- or quadri- so, quadri- so it's it good. looks like it baseline is 2.4 gigahertz but it can go up to 3.5 uh the gpu is an 8 rdna 2cu which goes from 1.6 teraflops up to two man if you can tell from me reading this i do not understand what all this is scratching (laughs) if if he (laughs) Well, yeah, <laughs> like I kind of understand that the RAM it has 16 gigs of L LPDDR. That's honestly all you have to say is 16 yeah, gigs of LPDDR5 onboard RAM. Yeah. On more RAM. The, the, uh The main
0: things to hear to know, just just really fast. Uh, at least when I used to sell, I, had, I used to have to fucking sell PCs to people. Uh, a quad core is like you, you know you go to a, a place and you're like, oh, I want this computer. It's like, oh, do you want an i3 and i5 and i7. And depending on like the, the processor is the speed of everything. So it's like, uh, how, how fast do you want to go down this highway? Basically. Yeah. And, uh, the Ram would be like, how many lanes do you want to have in this highway? Uh, kind of to help you out there.
1: Yeah. Honestly, looking at these specs, I think this thing is actually stronger than my MacBook pro. Really? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like $400 to start. My God. Uh, And so the base model comes with 64 gigs of, uh, storage, but like it is an EMMC, uh, PCIe gen two, uh, SSD. So it's, it's an SSD. So it's still like decently fast or it's going to be faster than like a spinning hard drive. But the next model up, which, uh, this page doesn't give you the prices, unfortunately, the next model up has 256 gigs, but it is an NVMe drive, which is what it, you may have Are these heard. solid state drives though, right? These are all solid state drives as okay, far as I'm aware. That's uh, all you
0: need to... Be, all right. That, that's what people... All right. People need to know basically the core size for the processor, how much RAM it is. Basically, you said 16, right? Yes. And then storage, basically, if it's SSD, and then how big the storage is. It's honestly the main thing here.
1: The first model is 64 gigs, the middle model is 256 gigs, and the high-end comes with 512. And it seems like the the middle one is faster with the NVMe drive, which is what the PlayStation 5 and the Series X have, Okay, Uh, but the 512 is labeled as having a high-speed NVMe, so it might be even faster.
0: Okay, so the so besides the memory, like the storage itself, it's slightly increased. Yeah, you get like a faster read write speed. So most affordable is four hundred. What are the other two prices?
1: Uh, let me find that. But uh, before that, the also the the resolution for the screen is twelve eighty by eight hundred, apparently. Okay.
0: So just thinking about this they are losing oh
1: yeah okay money easily so so the the base model is three uh 399 comes with a carrying case the uh all i guess all of them come with a carrying case the which is really cool yeah the 256 model is 529 dollars and the 512 gigabyte one is 650 dollars so, it gets a little bit pricey, but still, that's, okay. like, not a bad entry to PC games. No, not at all. Yeah. Hmm. And honestly, I, I really like that Valve is keeping it open for people who buy it. That Like, you can, like, literally, if you don't want to use SteamOS or you just want to try to make the most out of, like, your Game Pass subscription or whatever you can uninstall SteamOS and install windows and it'll work totally fine because it's literally just a pc just with like a controller strapped to the side uh essentially and i and that's not going to avoid its warranty or anything like you could literally do whatever you want with it so software wise i guess (laughs) just thinking about this guys
0: honestly pretty fucking awesome like this is really
1: a dope idea also like oh is the button placement that i started talking about sorry people were like i don't know about the d-pad and the buttons being all the way over the corners but honestly the way i look at it the way it's lined out it looks like they tried to put all the control inputs like around where your thumbs are supposed to lay so it honestly looks like it could be way more comfortable than it first looks but we'll see I'm I'm waiting okay. for the reviews to actually get one, or re to reserve one, I should say, because honestly, it's the kinda process. Cool. Well, it's kind of cool that in their site you can instead of just like I guess waiting for them to tell you when you could buy one, you could literally just like put your name on a reservation list, and it'll tell you like, oh hey, there's stock available. We're gonna finally be able to send you one.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I like this yeah. idea, honestly. And it, it's also supposed to apparently, from what I've heard, combat scalpers as well, Yeah, which is really nice because uh, I think it's like basically not bot friendly in Dude, terms of like, its uh, I, interface.
1: I cannot tell you how many times when trying to st- uh, track down a PlayStation 5 and a Series X, I was just like, why can't I just put my name on a list and just like have them send me one when they have one? I don't care about when they get it to me. I just want to stop looking
0: yeah and james as a you have a let, let's get this thing you have a playstation 5 yes. you have a xbox series x you have a nintendo mm-hmm. switch mm-hmm. and you have a macbook pro
1: which does not really lend itself to gaming much yeah i mean it's so you not don't
0: like- you don't have a pc though whatsoever you don't have a gaming pc at all you yeah. don't have any of that so what how do you see yourself with this exactly? Like, what does this mean for you as someone that doesn't have one and coming from that background uh, of three consoles and a MacBook Pro?
1: I'm honestly very tempted because it's like, there's no, it's not like there's too many games like this, but there are some games that just like are not on console and they do not make a Mac version of it, like Valorant. I have heard so much about Valorant being like this amazing competitive shooter and I would love to try it out, but I literally can't because they don't have a Mac version. Riot did eventually make a Mac version of League of Legends, but it's, like, not super great, and I've had a lot of issues with it, but... So, it'd be cool to have, a, like, a Steam Deck to just have that option of, like, if something comes out and I, uh, like, I want to play it and it's only on PC, like, I'll be able to do that. Now, there, there's the caveat that, like, Apparently, some games that I would like to play, like um, Apex Legends and Destiny, currently would not work on the Steam Deck because of some weird uh, conflict between some part of Steam OS and some part of the anti-cheat software for those games. So they just like won't let you sign into their servers. Uh, that might get fixed at some point. But also, again, since it's co- totally open, if you want to put the effort into it, you could just install Windows and then it'll work totally fine.
0: Which is probably how you'd be able to put in Valorant because like, uh, you know, too. the League of Legends games, the Riot games aren't on Steam. They're on their own little like That's platform. another thing.
1: Yeah. So like I could put on Windows and then I could also play Game Pass Ultimate stuff.
0: Or well, stuff on Battle.net as well. That too. So, like, so it's like everything is separate.
1: So... <laughs> Like I'd probably have to do some research into like how I would get Windows onto this thing, but I just think it's it it is an interesting enough device that I'm actually tempted at this point.
0: For sure, and I'm glad you feel that way. Cause also like do do you think you would get this instead like alternatively to a PC or a laptop? Oh no, like a desktop or laptop. It, or it would is be this like... just like a companion.
1: would be a companion thing like i uh, i don't know I, i like the idea that steam has like i think steam has cloud saves so it would be cool to be able to like take my steam games on the road and just like or just like to work and like on my lunch break if i still have time after i like finish eating i just like play a little bit of something that'd be cool but like for me, the, the, the appeal of PC gaming is that if you get a powerful enough PC, you can make your games just look phenomenal. So that's why I personally am still more leaning towards spending my money on getting putting together a tower PC that could just make my games look amazing. And But I still like the idea of this like side handheld thing, though. I just yeah. think it's a really cool idea.
0: Okay, sweet. So for me, I, you know, I have all three as well. Or no, not even all three. Well, I have a PS5 and I have a series, not a series, I have an Xbox One S. I have a Switch. I have a Vita that I still use. And I have a desktop for a gaming desktop and a PC that can do gaming as well. Basically both can do gaming, but they're not, you know, I do a lot of sound editing on my desktop and I do the recordings on my laptop and whatnot. So there's a lot of different things that these things do for me. So I already have those down and I do plan on building another desktop within the next two years because, uh, this one is from 2017 and it's, you know, it's getting to that point. Um, yeah. And th- that I just want to have like just new everything. Like I have a six gen i7 and I want, I'm like, you know, there's i9 processors now and I'd love to get one of those at this point. Or actually, no, 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 no I don't actually, I want an AMD now. I don't want Intel anymore. <laughs> I want an AMD. That's the big change. Uh, And a 3090. I want a 3090, James. Yeah,
1: dude. Like, I kind of want to track down one of those 3080s or maybe even...
0: Henry Cavill's got a 3090.
1: Like, it's one of those (laughs) things where, like, literally when they announced the 3080, people were losing their shit over it. And now they have, like, the slightly even better 3090. And I'm just like, do I want the best of the best or do I want the thing that's already way better than I've ever had anyway?
0: (laughs) It's like, this is the 3080. I just have my hands here making, like, a a sandwich, uh, like imitation with my hands and i just go like this 3090 and everyone's like oh (laughs) just like the slight improvement from the 80s and 90s yeah yeah now like but yeah within the next two years unless there's something even newer by that or even more new by that point but we'll see and uh speaking of though like i also don't have a series x yet i don't have any vr headsets yet so where does the steam deck lie for me do i want it at all Yes, I would actually really, this would be something cool to have, but there's two issues. One, I currently already have a list of things I plan on purchasing, uh, based on more so a location change than anything, which is basically the first thing I'll probably get is a 4k TV and then a really nice gaming chair and then like a series X I'll track one down because for currently I don't really need one until I get that 4k TV for the most part uh hopefully the they're S.
1: easier to find by the time you do that move
0: yeah and then the 1s is you know it'll do its job until then it's a two terabyte one so i'm like kind of comfortable where i'm at and i you know i'll build a new pc as well and at the, so there's that and all of that i'd want before i get the steam deck two i have my vita still that i'm still trying to get through and i have a bunch of unplayed games on the switch and a bunch i still want to get that i don't even like i've never a bunch of i haven't even bought breath of the wild yet still like that's where i'm at currently so yeah yeah, i told you this the only two games i played on the switch is smash brothers and animal crossing still (laughs) yeah that it's like the two the two games that feel like they never end are the two that i keep playing on there and it's like I, i could be playing odyssey or tropical freeze or Dinosaur is Hyrule, or the, the fucking three other Mario games, or a Zelda game, or something that I already have, and a Pokemon game. But I'm like, you know what? I'll just uh, keep playing Animal Crossing and try to catch these fucking beetles at <laughs> night <laughs> instead. So like, there's the Vita that I'm just trying to get through the remainder of the library, and that thing can be retired basically. Uh, the Switch, and then another handheld. Do I need another handheld currently? Just in terms of that? No, I should in tr- of just being a responsible adult. Yeah. I don't need that until I get what I want out of those two, or at least get to a point where I'm like at a low queue of games on my Switch, specifically Vita's done. And then I'd be like, oh, I can get a Steam Deck then. Yeah. So it's like, I'm taking into account, I have other things I'm trying to purchase. I have other handhelds I still have to focus on, or I want to focus on, actually. I should say that. I want to focus on them. It's not a job. And then also there is the accountability of well i don't have a vr headset yet what do i want more uh first don't want a vr headset or do I want a, a steam deck yeah because that's also not even in the list there at all for me is a vr headset yet because it's not even you
1: don't want a quest 2 or anything
0: well, that's the thing. I, I sort of do, but at the same time, I don't need it. Like it's to that point where yeah. it still would be a very very small library of stuff I'd probably probably want to get. And at the same time I don't need it because there's three consoles, there's a PC, there's two there's a handheld. I'm I'm like fine. I don't need more to add to a pile of stuff I'm not gonna get to. I'm just basically creating my own Yeah landfill of shit.
1: You do make a good point there. It's it's one of those things where it's like I want it, but I don't need it
0: yeah so but it's the same time if you don't have a pc you don't have that kind of stuff it works for you james you don't really play your vita anymore right that's probably why i'm
1: leaning more into getting getting it than like i don't need it because it's like well but i don't have a gaming pc though and this would open up so many options for me
0: yeah so this is a lot more useful to you currently where it is to me to me i do think i i mean i want it but do I need it currently? No. Do I think I'll get it down the line? I would say there is like a seventy percent chance that I'd want. I'd probably try to get it down the line, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. uh, for me. But it just and it also we'll see how things evolve as time goes, just like yeah. anything else. I
1: also want to see like initial reviews, see what people think about it, and like what the battery life's like and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, um, but I think that's really everything for the steam deck i got nothing else really to say about it yeah just it's stellar looking it, it's honestly steam did a great job here this is the like in terms of hardware related things they've done this is probably the best
1: yeah I would say. completely surprised that like i was not expecting anything like this from them at all and it's like way better than i would have ever expected honestly yeah and it, i love the jokes people have been making of like People people were all disappointed about the Switch Pro just being the Switch OLED. And Valve was like, oh, you want a Switch Pro, right? Here, we got you. $50 more, that's it. $50 that's more for like, something
0: substantially more powerful.
1: That Yeah, that's the other thing. Is like $50 more than, for the base model anyway. And it's still more memory than a Switch, I think, right? It is. But like at the same time for PC gaming, that's like... That is very much. true. That is also very there, true. There yeah, is a so. slot... In the in like this device for a micro SD card, which like, granted, I don't think you'd want to be playing your games off of a micro SD card necessarily.
0: But you could get like a two fifty six gigabyte.
1: Yeah, micro SD and just like swap out, out the games that you want to play from like the internal storage to the micro SD card for like the slightly faster loading and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I just.
0: I mean, I would say honestly, if there's a game you play consistently, if it's like an MMO or something, I would put that on the micro SD and then just have that in there. And then whatever else you just change up on the base model itself. That way you can just keep that micro SD and you just label it to whatever that game specific is. Yeah. So then you're never worried. For me personally,
1: I would probably go for the midline model, the 256 model, because I don't know if I need like the super fast SSD or like the etched glass screen for like anti glare stuff, because I doubt I would probably want to use it outside much anyway.
0: No, for sure. And I, I think honestly, having like three games on there is good for me personally. But yeah. that's also because right now my PS Five, I can't get more than four games at the moment on there. Yeah, but that's also because I... it's got like it's got fucking Red Dead, Call of Duty, The Last of Us Part Two, yeah. and Destiny. So it's literally the four biggest games just going yeah. right now. I can't update Red Dead or Call oh, of Duty. Oh no. There's no room. So I'm like, I should really get back to The Last of Us so I can basically platinum that game and delete it immediately so there's room.
1: Yeah, I really hope that they at some point in the near future do that update that where they will allow us to actually uh, like expand the storage with new. Yeah, units, like the NBA built in SSD.
0: Yeah, I really want to built-in SSD because I want to put in like a fucking... Not even a two terabyte. I want to put in like four terabytes into this fucking thing. Dude, basket. like now that I, I have I just want a job so and like
1: some money saved up, I... Yeah, that was... I've been waiting for that update and I'm just going to try to find the biggest, fastest SD, uh, uh, SSD I could find and just put it in there and be like, yes, all the games.
0: Yes, SSD. Yes, yes, SD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's... That's a uh, Steam Deck and final thing here James Destiny 2 we have an announcement coming but what's Uh we, currently we are in like the last month of season of the splicer I believe like it, it yeah. ends in August and after that we get a so there's a couple things here one August 24th Survive the Truth, Destiny 2 Showcase. So August 24th is when we're going to get two things. We're going to get uh, the Witch Queen breakdown. Everything that's happening with the Witch Queen, which is the big expansion. You know, we've had Forsaken, we've had Shadowkeep, we've had Beyond Light. Now we're getting Witch Queen is the next one, which is going to be really awesome. Especially if you've been playing and you know what's going on. And you know your allies aren't who they seem to be. I don't know if you know this yet, James.
1: I'm a little the, behind on this season, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'll
0: just say one thing. Let's just say savathine has been around you the whole time. Oh. And it's I w- That wouldn't newer... surprise
1: me because, like, sh- her whole thing is she is, like, devious. That's. And like...
0: she's. No, but she's, she's someone you've been working with the whole time. They're not who they seem to be.
1: One of the characters that
0: we've known.
1: Huh throughout this game i want to say eris but like at the same time that would be too on the nose <laughs> it's not eris james uh... it's
0: oh james oh you should be playing this fucking really game right be. now yeah because I, I when stop you playing figure
1: seven and just go back to this for now
0: i'll just say this uh one of my friends that like you know some people always they somehow find leaks and stuff and mm-hmm. it gets revealed and someone says it and then You find out a little bit because you're just kind of like curious and you're like, oh, what is it? And they go, it's this. And you're like, oh, fuck. I wonder if. And then you start. You play the current missions in the story and you go. You listen to them talking to you and you go. Why are you saying it like this? Oh, my (laughs) fucking. And it all the puzzles click. And then not only then, then you flash back to the previous season and you're like,
1: oh, my. (laughs) Prasad it's it's, um, like charlie day like a whole like the like the uh conspiracy board
0: james i want to tell you so badly who it is instead
1: of like carol written on the board it's sabathune
0: it's dude when you when you find out who sabathune is holy shit you're just like and because they you know people don't actually know the average player doesn't realize what's going on right in front of them especially as the season progresses and you know and the actions and the the actions they're doing and the things they're saying and you can't do anything to stop it and you're like oh my interesting (laughs) oh my god it's honestly dude the fucking destiny lord like this shit in this is insane it's so insane especially also the, the the boss of the season you're just that one was actually kind of disappointing because uh, especially the legend built up around them uh which is like if i don't know if you know about Coria yet it, i know if you about go back them. to yeah you know like all the taken king lore from them yeah. and then you're like wait what happened and then you just face it in explosion, and explosion plus like, oh, okay.
1: eris kept mentioning Coria in like I think season of the arrivals or some, some crap. Like you that?
0: honestly felt like Corey was probably like raid worthy. And then, and then she then just, just gets up. taken out in, in a fucking expunge mission. You're like, fuck. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Expunge is basically like kind of, it replaces, uh, it's this season's presage and harbinger, mm. uh, but it's different versions of it and it's cool. It's just not as, I mean like, you know, nothing I feel like has been as crazy as presage in terms of just a singular piece but uh, Expunged is also still that's pretty fair. cool. Uh, especially the banter during it. You just have, like, fucking Saint-14 and Ikora and uh, Mithrax and Osiris and shit just talking. But uh, also Ikora recast. When you hear her voice, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah,
1: it's like the, the actress did a pretty good job of sounding like the original one, but you can definitely tell certain things are slightly different.
0: Yeah. So, uh, that's right. So, basically august 24th we're gonna find out witch queen stuff we're probably gonna also find out about the next that season coming that comes uh with it makes sense but you know witch queen was delayed till next year and most likely that doesn't mean yeah. until like february or something so everyone's already looking yeah. at like we're the season of the splicers is gonna end soon what james i'm not sure if you know this yet we're basically coming into remember how long season of the eyeballs was that so was like half yeah. a year we're getting a second one of those basically yeah it's gonna be another like like basically another like one (laughs) like four to six months long four to six month long season uh before witch queen because it was delayed which uh we don't know what it's gonna be yet uh i think I i don't know if that if The 24th is when it's going to be... I think that's actually when the next season starts. So we're probably going to get that season, actually. With the Witch Queen. Uh, So they're going to be like, oh, this season's launching. And also, here's the Witch Queen news. uh, Blah, blah, blah. But uh, I'm just very excited to see what's going to happen. I'm also expecting, James, that they're going to vault more stuff. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I'm expecting between one to four locations uh nessus edz tangled shore and dreaming city are the four i'm looking at in which they'll probably take last wish and put it in the legends raid area where vault of Glass is currently mm. uh so that like the only area you're gonna go to in dreaming city is just the raid itself and you're not actually gonna do that location anymore you
1: know i think i might be fine uh, with that if they if they just keep the raids but like shelve everything else i guess i might be fine with that i would be i
0: would say the one that could use the most is which i know it's gonna be hard but if they shelve the edz uh that is the biggest location like how many areas there imagine how much more free space oh, they'll yeah. have it, it taking that out how much free space there's gonna be james Well, like the edz just for the edz alone
1: the edz was one of the locations it was like the location before destiny 2 came out where they were like we're making locations bigger than ever. The EDZ is probably the biggest location we've ever done. And yep. definitely at the time it was and probably still is. It's freaking huge.
0: And then Nessus is the... All right, looking at the first year of stuff, like EDZ, Nessus, Titan, IO, and then like Mer- Mercury and Mars. They literally took out all the ones that were smallest. Yeah. Like EDZ and Nessus were the two biggest ones. So imagine if those get even if, even if they leave in Tangled Shore and Dreaming City and they just take out Nessus and, uh, EDZ, like, the amount of space just, like, freed up from those will be insane, and, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm curious to see, but at the same time, too, they just re-upped Shattered, Shattered Throne, and, like, the Dreaming, like, their uh, are uh, you're, like, uh, Keep and Forsaken weapons and armor and stuff, they've been, um, Making it so they're up to current level Again uh. So th- you have to basically get them again though, is the issue But uh, at least like that might mean That there's some use for them Or at least maybe that just means Get them now while you can I'm not too sure yet We'll find out in this event But the whole thing is This event in August comes And they're gonna give you basically Like Season of the Arrivals came Remember we had basically All the raids to go through Yeah
1: Before time I, ran out I got that raid ring <laughs>
0: Yeah, same. And I feel like it's going to be the same case here, where they're going to give us six months to catch up with whatever you need to before things get vaulted. And personally, especially, like, just take out the year two story that also frees up space as well, uh, like the Forsaken story. Like, I honestly am okay with that, but also uh, I'm in a much better spot than I was last year. And I think we'll, we, we can do a full-on uh close it like i'll, I'll say closer to the end of the season we'll do a full-on maybe we'll just do a whole destiny episode i think so when the witch between one comes out we'll just do that that way we can talk about how we have been doing in the game and everything else because otherwise i'm going to keep churning on with this when we got other things to talk about so yeah just uh august 24th we're gonna hear more and it should be interesting i think at that point james will like i said we'll do a special episode that it'll just be destiny uh both what we've been playing and just the news itself and we'll just go all out with a destiny again
1: yeah sounds good all right okay
0: so we got about 18 minutes left but because we do want to get our things done if they go past that 18 minutes that's fine uh, we'll just as long as it takes, but I don't think it's going to take too long because yeah. I feel like it, it's not going to take me too long to talk about the fast and furious movies and shark week, even though it's a fat list I showed you, James, I honestly don't think yeah, I can, I think I could do that in I, under five minutes. So I can probably less.
1: rant about this thing I want to talk about for a while, but I'll try to keep it like, to just like, I will time myself for six minutes.
0: I James guess. is going to talk to us about space jam a new legacy yeah it's on hbo max now and in theaters and i actually even though i have hbo max james i'm not gonna watch it i'm just not gonna bother
1: uh, so i was looking for something to watch while i was working out on friday and i i like saw while i was scrolling through youtube i saw one of my usual people that i watched like review like he had a video up that just said like this movie is, is terrible or this movie sucks and i was like oh space jam's up okay and so I went to go watch Space Jam because I was like, I'm kind of in the mood for like a potentially cheesy bad movie. Dude, I I was expecting it to be bad. I was not expecting it to be this bad. It's it's so bad that I literally, anyone listening to this, I would highly recommend. Even if you're curious, don't bother watching this movie. It it feels not only just like a waste of time because it's poorly written but it just feels disrespectful to like all the properties involved with this movie. Like they, they truly don't seem to understand some of the characters. Like there there was a scene where uh, LeBron had like a whiteboard where he had all the, the WB properties that he wanted to be on his basketball team. And it, it included like Superman and Iron Giant and uh, King Kong and Trinity from the matrix. Cause I forgot that that was a WB movie. <laughs> And uh, he had, like, arrows pointing to all their different, uh, uh, like, uh, attributes that they would lend to the team. And, like, I forget who was the shooter, but it wasn't Trinity. Superman was, like, the wild card or something, and he wasn't the speed or the power character. King Kong wasn't the power character. He was the speed character. And I'm just, like, I don't think whoever made up that whiteboard understands, like... The what these characters are known for, (laughs) and like a lot of this movie hinges around like video game culture, sort of. Because, like, so for some reason, the first scene in the movie was an origin story for LeBron James, as if you needed an explanation for why he is good at basketball. What's a LeBron James? Yeah, so also, I'm he's not in my fantasy NBA team at all, so I'm sorry to LeBron James. He is an amazing basketball player. One of the best there ever is was possibly. Here here it comes. But he's not a very good actor. I'm sorry. He's he's just not. And I I'm sure if I went back and watched the original Space Jam, Michael Jordan probably wouldn't be that great either. But I do not remember it being like bad. <laughs> like some of the lines he delivers is like and it's weird cuz he's supposed to be playing himself. But it sounds so stiff and wooden, like he's literally just reciting lines. That he like, because that's what a bad actor does is they just recite lines and they don't try to make it sound natural. But like, so they this movie takes place in in the server verse, which is basically like the the WB server farm where they have all their material stored or whatever, and it it was basically, it felt like a glorified ex- like reason to show you all the different properties that Warner Brothers owns. And there was like a threadbare reason for why all the Looney Tunes were sp- like spread across the serververse and they had to go find them in different places. But like LeBron, like I said, the team he wanted to put together wasn't the Toon Squad. He wanted a bunch of different characters from all over the this the WB universe, which would have been much more interesting but because this is supposed to be some sort of sequel but not sequel kind of reboot to uh, the um to Space Jam the first one and that one was all about the Looney Tunes versus the bad guys or whatever they like Bugs Bunny was basically just used LeBron James to get all his friends back together so it makes Bugs Bunny seem like a terrible character cuz he's just selfish and just doing what he wants to do the whole movie and also, by the way, that's apparently the moral of the story is just you have to be yourself. Like- I mean,
0: also, Bugs Bunny is a struggling serial rapist, too. So that's the thing.
1: <laughs> so like, uh, if you watch it,
0: uh, just real fast, watch uh, Meat Canyon on YouTube. He has a video of uh, Bugs Bunny attempting to take advantage of Elmer Fudd. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. <laughs> and it's, uh, it was banned by WB, which means they acknowledge this uh, by taking it, saying this is their property. <laughs> so <laughs> they
1: acknowledge that he's a rapist. So okay, that's <laughs> super weird. It's
0: it's a whole thing. Just uh, yeah, just check out Me Canyon guys.
1: So. So Bugs is like a terrible character because he's just selfish and using this as an excuse to get all his like friends back together and like ignoring what LeBron needs to like literally save his son, which he keeps saying over and over again. Because Don Cheadle for some reason is like, I kidnapped your son. Play me for for him in a game of basketball for some reason, and like I could. I could literally go. Sounds on, like Tron. I could literally go on for like an hour about every little thing in this movie that makes no sense, like how somehow the kid, like LeBron's son, and this is a very important part of the movie, is that LeBron's son doesn't want to be a basketball player. He wants to be a game designer which I don't want to be like you dad, which fine. But like LeBron, because he was raised as a kid to like, apparently never do anything for fun and only work hard to like, be the best at everything. He literally was like, basically told by his basketball coach to throw his game boy in the trash, which he did to, and just cause he was like, don't you literally his coach told him like, don't you want to be like successful so you can provide for your like, hard-working mom and the rest of your family and like all your friends and stuff like that and i'm just like dude that's kind of a terrible thing to put on the shoulders of how, like how a 12 year old child he looked like he was like 12 years old and he's like dude you're, you're telling him to like you're literally putting the fate of like all his loved ones on his shoulder at like 12 years old and you're telling him that his only option is to be a gr- like the best at basketball ever like what i want to be a doctor no <laughs> Fuck you. And, we will play this basketball. And so because that was how LeBron was raised, he is now doing the same thing to his his children. And like his kid who's into games, like is kind of rejecting him on that. And so the, the story that LeBron learns throughout the movie is like, oh, I need to let my kid be himself so he could be happy. Also, I got to let the toons be their toony selves so that they can like cheat at this basketball game and win for me. Like, that's basically what it comes down to is like they they tried to play the game at the end on basketball fundamentals, which is what he kept telling them is like, just play the game how you're supposed to play and everything will be fine because you win games based off of fundamentals. Meanwhile, the other team is just straight up cheating because <laughs> uh, also, huh. by the way, they don't even play real basketball. They play the kids game, which is like... Kind of like NBA Jam where it's like it's definitely based off of basketball, but it's also very stylish with like upgrades and power ups and and like style points and stuff like that. So you don't like just get two points for scoring a a basket. You get like up to like hundreds of points depending on how stylish your shot is. And so that's how they're like down by a thousand points in the first half of the game is because. LeBron is trying to make everyone just play basketball and they're not being all stylish while the other team is. And then when he learns like, oh, I've been shackling my teammates by trying to force them to play like me when I should let them be themselves and be a loony. And then they let, start me let just... them
0: drop anvils on it. Let me... How many anvils
1: fell in this movie? James, how many anvils can you tell me? Dude, you know what? Actually, I don't know if there were any straight up anvils, but like, what? yeah, there was a lot of dynamite though. <laughs> But yeah, so like then the tunes start doing like literal looney tune antics and stuff and just like winning because it's like oh, now they could just do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, this this movie is bad. Like the way the entire time I was watching it, it felt like the writers, which apparently according to like this YouTube channel I watch who was also reviewing it and tearing the shit out of it for like literally an hour, uh they there were like six writers to this movie and it feels like none of them understand what an algorithm is or what like computers do in general or what video games are. Cause like Don Cheadle's character is supposed to be an algorithm that WB put together to literally just make movie pitches. Like that's literally his entire existence, but the way they portray him in the movie is like, he's, literally a straight up like artificial intelligence. Like he is completely sentient in everything and like makes his own decisions and like movie pitches. And and I'm just like, I don't I don't think you understand what an algorithm does. <laughs> and uh. then and then when it comes to video games, like there there's a scene where the kid is showing his dad LeBron like his game that he's making. And he's like, he says it's not done yet, but it's almost done. You wanna, you know, watch me try it out. And he comments that like all these like kind of translucent heads around the like court are real people around the world in my game watching me play this game. And I'm just like wait a minute, I thought you just said that it's not done yet. Did you release it on beta or something? Like how how are other people accessing your game while you're literally working on it right now? <laughs> like I don't understand how that works. And then, like he he does a thing that like triggers a bug in his game that literally not only crashes it, and I I literally I thought that this was supposed to be like Algi the um the uh, Don Cheadle character. I thought it was gonna be him like hacking him somehow, but no, it was literally just like a bug in his game that was so bad it crashed his game and deleted his character, and he was like oh no, I made that character myself. It's going to take me a whole week to make that character again. And I'm just like, oh, but but you made this game though. You made all the characters. Why, why is it? It felt like they were trying to make it more impressive that he made his own character in this game and not that he made the entire game. He's been game. building a game. Yeah. And so it's like, it really feels like the writers wrote this movie for people who had zero understanding of computers or video games at all and it's just it ended up making this movie go from just like like i was expecting it to be not good but it was just like frustratingly bad and just stupid damn like it made me mad watching it i was just like that's not how that works it doesn't make sense
0: I, I looked at the IMDb of all the writers and you have everything from I wrote the Ninja Turtles cartoon recently on Nickelodeon to I wrote a Creed 2 and I'm like, fuck, what? what the hell? Oh, my There's God. So, they're all basically conflicting backgrounds or not conflicting, but I could see where they're basically yeah. like, I want someone from an animated background. I want someone from a serious background that's more athletic. I want someone from a background that wrote for whatever the fuck. Yeah. But I could see. How yeah
1: that ends up making an extremely jumbled confusing movie
0: and we're we're in a weird era too where there it's just weird Fan, not fan it's like a mix of nostalgia fan service and some other shit that they're trying to play on people because we've yeah. had this we've had ready player one which is literally nostalgia the movie and from what you're saying it sounds like this makes ready player one look good when I fucking eh. despise that movie.
1: <laughs> nah, Ready Player One still isn't that good, but it's just like, it does feel like WB saw that movie and we're like, hey, could we do that, but just with like our own properties so people can keep think putting that we're the, the Iron
0: Shine? No, that was the same thing though. They had the Iron Giant yeah. in that one too. And Ready Player One is also WB, I believe, too. That's why. I could see that. They're both WB. <sighs> and then we have like, all right, there's where you do it right and when you do it wrong. Yeah. So I think this and, um, ready player 1 is examples of where you do it wrong
1: yeah where it's just like you can't just do nostalgia member berries just just to do it and it like if there's no point to it then it just it feels like an advertisement i'm watching
0: if you want a good way to do it there's two animated films i can actually say actually i genuinely think they did a good job wreck it ralph 2 Oh, yeah. Where Ralph breaks the internet, you get stormtroopers there and it's actually fun. You have princesses there and it's actually fun and it's just it's enjoyable. It they yeah. have a great time. They have a C3PO being like, Alright, princesses, let's go. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just it works. Cause it's just it just works. Or if you want WB, they they did do a good one. It was Lego Batman. Also where there. Yeah. Oh look, Gremlins and the Eye of Sauron and some other shit. You're just like, What the fuck? It works. Like, it just works so well. Like, that's how you do it right. Because it's like, it's not detracting, just kind of contributing to that movie. Where, where instead, it doesn't feel like it's doing anything wrong. Whereas this one, you could clearly see Cash Cow grab exec wet dreams. Uh, which I will yeah. say, like, there was someone that tweeted, basically, I watched this movie and it felt like it was I was just watching an executive's wet dream. Which, I love that tweet. I forget yeah. who did it. I, I want to credit them. But I honestly don't know where it is. So... Uh, she. I know she just did a really great tweet there. Um, yeah,
1: this movie just felt gross to watch. Oh, God. especially I literally keep forgetting about the Porky Pig scene where they just like... Like Don Cheadle accidentally rhymes a couple of lines. And then they like segue into a whole rap battle scene where Porky Pig plays like the notorious P.I.G. And I was just like, this is so cringy. It's literally like giving me the actual skin crawly feel that's amazing like and this movie's movie's bad
0: when it shows all of the basically oh look it's all of the properties they're all basically in the audience too right is that what's going on and
1: that's the other thing is like during the uh the final game like that's the whole point of that scene it seems just like look at all the things in the background the game itself doesn't matter you know the good guys are gonna win because that's just how this goes like subscribe to atrium max today yeah but like while you're bored to tears by the game itself, at least entertain yourself by seeing what you could see in the audience. Yeah, and
0: can I point out too that in this game, I mean in this game in this movie, so I I, I want to point this out, guys, because all right, they took out Pepe Le Pew because he made advances towards a cat in a cartoon. Yeah, and I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with that. I'm just stating that this is a fact that they did this and that they did a full contradiction. They did this and they put Droogs in the movie. Yeah. For those that don't know, Droogs are the character. this gang of characters in a movie called Clockwork Orange where in the film, they actually rape a woman in this film. I'm, yeah. I'm being dead serious here. Rape and so murder her. <laughs> they took rapists
1: like literal actual rapists actual
0: rapists and put them in a children's movie a children's cartoon movie but said let's take out the skunk
1: yeah that's why i'm not saying to put the skunk
0: back in i'm just saying look at that giant contradiction like dead serious for a moment there
1: like i was watching this movie and just thinking like who is this movie for like kids like this movie is is so stupid that it has to have been written for kids but kids nowadays don't know what Space Jam is. No one's watched Space Jam in decades, except for people like you and me, who literally it came out when we were kids. So, like, we're the ones who have nostalgia for it. But, like, so, and definitely most of the references in the audience are going to be things that, like, older people or middle-aged older people are going to recognize, but kids aren't going to recognize. So, it's just, it's a weird thing to make this, like, obviously written for kids movie but it would only like all the references and stuff would only play well to adults. I,
0: I, it's weird. It, it's, it's super weird. And it's, it's the whole thing where nowadays there's a lot of different things that are kind of actually just being targeted towards millennials. Yeah. in their basically like late twenties, early thirties at this point. Like look at Paramount plus that's like, look, Nickelodeon. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're
1: like, Oh fuck. It's working. <laughs> take my money. Yo, what if we but, brought Rugrats back? Give me your, take all my money. <laughs>
0: dude i watched uh one of my buddies got it so like me and him are sharing uh a paramount plus uh account and we were at his house and we watched the first we attempted to watch the first episode of the Rugrats, and oof, we could not oh no really we couldn't get through the episode we could not get oh, through the episode dude no. we couldn't do it i was like nah 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 ain't about this That's sad it's dude it's the animation i can't do it i, I can't fucking do it oh
1: is, is it not the story it's just like the animation is weird
0: i couldn't pay attention
1: Oh, weird. It's just... It, it
0: feels too out of place now. Like, it, it feels too like they're playing way too into it where it's... I don't know. It, it, I, huh. Maybe I should watch it again. But I also am not in a rush to watch it again at the yeah, same time I got fair. other shit to watch. I got I got fucking four, fa- five Fast and Furious movies still, yeah. man. So, which, yeah. by the
1: way, we should probably get
0: onto your thing. All right, ready? Yeah. Okay, guys. So, I watched Fast and Furious, which is the fourth one. And okay that movie holy shit i wasn't I, it's like i watched um i didn't know there was sh- there's a uh, prelude so i watched preludes for that and this six minute short for like uh too fast too furious that i didn't know about where it's like oh it's paul walker on the run and shit and it's just him kind of going cross country to uh miami and that was cool but then there's los bandoleros which is uh it's like vin diesel kind of doing some work with uh, some guys and i think the Dominican Republic, and like they break a guy out of prison, or maybe that was, there was that in that. I, I already can't remember what we, I can't remember what was in the prelude and what was in the beginning of the film of the actual movie. But it's like got stuff with Letty, you know, the character played by Michelle Rodriguez, where they're just like hanging out and stuff. Because when you actually get to a uh, Fast and Furious, you see that, you know, in the beginning Letty dies, and you're like, oh fuck, yeah. And you know, for me. I know she's coming back because I've seen trailers to the later movies. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's okay. Thanks. Um, You know, at the same time, I don't care about that. Like that. I'm not really caring too much about spoilers. I'm more like enjoying it as it goes anyway. And fucking holy shit. Do I enjoy it? But (laughs) four feels very interesting because it's like, Oh, we're reuniting uh, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel's characters of uh, Dominic Toretto and uh, Brian, o'connor i think was it brian brian or something and uh they they just work so well together and it's like them and mia uh dominic's sister doing stuff against this drug lord and kind of working sort of with the like brian's back with the fbi and shit and it's very much like it's such an interesting feel because we've talked about it before or i talked about it before first movie Uh, it's them kind of robbing DVD players from trucks, and then second movie, uh, and it's like, you know, very down-to-earth street racing, second movie, and there's basically like a whole drug ring, and they're trying to bust basically a kingpin there, and it's like undercover stuff, and also like there's cool boat, there's cool like basically car jumps in this one. Third movie, Tokyo Drift, uh, they're like basically drifting and doing crazy fucking drifts i don't know yeah. how else to say uh this is fucking tunnels bro they said let's go through these drug tunnels like they're a little like uh to get through the border from the u.s to mexico
1: oh yeah I and about they that drive through these the fucking tunnels, tunnels.
0: it's <sighs> so crazy this that's like the big one for this one it's like driving through these tunnels and it's a lot more uh what's the word for intimate in this movie because like Cluster you know you get a bigger I would say for both claustrophobic in terms of the tunnels, but like, you know, you have a, you have the family in the first one, oh, in the second you one, you, you have like, uh, the whole driving scene with Ludacris and his like whole posse of people helping Brian out and, uh, Tyrese's character, Roman Pierce and stuff in three, uh, you have the full, like Hans crew and stuff. It's a whole group of people. And in fast and furious, you sort of do, there's these two, uh, these two Latin dudes that I think they're like Dominican Uh, And they don't speak English. They just speak Spanish the whole time, which is... And they're bickering 24-7, which is hilarious. But they're, like, only in the beginning and the end. And then, uh... It's just really... Brian, Dom, and Mia. And that's it, like, for the most of the movie. So that's why, I mean, it's intimate. It's the smallest cast for the movie, like, in terms of the people you're following. So that's why I thought it was Mm. so interesting. It's very much also, like, a revenge movie. He's trying to get Letty's killer. Uh, it, it's, like, it's a lot darker. It's a lot, like, just toned down there. I thought it was really cool. Much different. Um, I think at this point of those four, the first one was still my favorite. Really? And then James. Yeah, I think so. Just in terms of just it was fun, I guess. But at the same time, Fast and Furious was honestly, in terms of just value, I think that was the best one. And then all of that changed. I watched Fast Five. Yeah? Where the rock comes in. Oh, yeah. So you got, like, all this shit happening. It's fucking insane. There's. Th- this is where it just gets crazy. There's, like, all this shit in Brazil. They bring back Vince from the first movie. He's, like, the guy that gets injured trying to, like, get onto the truck and he gets stuck on it. And he's got, like, a family. He's got, like, a, a wife and a kid in Brazil. I think in, like, Rio de Janeiro or something. And, uh,. They're basically doing these small time jobs, but then they uh find a chip from this other this basically this uh crime lord in Brazil who basically like owns the city. I think he like owns Rio de Janeiro or something. He basically like is in charge of everything. And he's played by this like one dude that's just kind of like I feel like anytime I assume he's actually some corrupt Latin dude, like that's just his role they always put him into, and I'm just like, for fuck's sake, dude, this is like the uh this did the, the whole stereotype and i'm just like god damn it but uh the whole movie the rock is just chasing them with this spec ops fbi team and then there's like a brazilian cop who goes by the book because her husband was like a, a an actual good cop who was killed by like the crime lords and the stuff and her and like dom fall in love and i'm like what the fuck's happening and han somehow gets gal gadot and i'm like what the fuck's happening <laughs> okay uh and also i learned ta- da- uh, han l- eats a lot because he's a former smoker <laughs> oh was like, right what?
1: that was the reason for his like snacking thing
0: yeah him and gal gadot talked about each other because he's like oh you're former military aren't you and she's like yeah and she's like you used to smoke a fuck ton didn't she? like two packs a day didn't you <laughs> and, he- and that's why you always have munchies all the time it's to sustain that uh the addiction fixation, you used to have. yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 oral fix. It. Yeah, so that's why he's always snacking on stuff, and I'm just like, oh my god! And you have the the cool thing about this movie is it's combining Fast and Furious or the Fast and Furious and Two Fast Two Furious and a little bit of Tokyo Drift. Even though Han is also in the beginning of Fast and Furious, uh, four. So you have Han from like three and four. You have uh Tej and uh, Roman Pierce, Tyrese and Ludacris from two. You have basically Mia, uh, Vince from one, plus, of course, like, you know, Vin Diesel and uh, Paul, uh, Paul Walker and stuff. So, like, everyone's in this, plus those two uh, dudes that only argue in Spanish from the beginning of four and this as well the whole time. And they're just... It's so... And Gal Gadot from four. Gal Gadot's in four in this. And it's just all insane. I'm like, what? There's like a they keep forgetting literally, she was in the series. They break into a police station and take the vault out via two cars dragging the vault yeah. and there's a car chase where they chase the vault the crazy shit in this is the vault run it's basically and like a wrecking point, ball there's a wrecking ball there's a fight on a train and then dom and paul dom and uh uh brian are driving they drive off a cliff over the water they jump out of the car to land into the water and it's the most insane shit as i'm watching it i'm like oh fuck and like uh, the rock and like i can't even uh, Hobbs, Hobbs, and dom get into a full fist fight dom could have killed him dom wins the fight he could have beaten him with a wrench like he killed that guy that like killed his father or beat his father or whatever and then like uh he doesn't and he lets them arrest him and then they get taken and then Hobbs whole crew Hobbs whole squad gets gunned down by the the crime lords guys and then uh fucking uh, Dominic Toretto goes in front of him with a shotgun could kill him helps him up and takes him and saves him and then you're just like oh oh my god and there's like a family dinner before they get arrested and it's a really nice family dinner because Vince is like fuck you guys and Dom's like oh get out of here <laughs> and then Vince comes back and he's like you say it, Grace, and like uh they're all like well, we can't do this man and Dom's like we're gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, nothing's changed for me, and out of nowhere, the voice goes, I'll ride with you, Dominic Toretto, is The Rock, and I'm like, oh my god, (sighs) this is an amazing film, I love this movie so much, this is already my favorite of the five, it is so fucking good, it's like, it it, it just hits you in every good feeling, like, obviously, you know, this, this isn't like oscar writing for movies this isn't uh, Oscar no. movies or anything but it's a family movie james I think it's this, a fucking family movie this was
1: probably the movie where they like really really started leaning into like going crazy with it like if they do oh my like, god the fourth yes. one was still like somewhat realistic ish i guess
0: this no it is uh from what i've heard five is the bridge it's where uh, reality ends, and, <laughs> uh, insanity begins, and it's just, like, I, I'm ready, I'm ready for next, like, it's, it's just so fucking crazy, and I'm ready, like, the fact that, um, they said six is where the true crazy shit starts. Cause I heard like, I think this is where Hobbs recruits them. And he goes like, yo guys, we're gonna, I, I got you here. Cause Letty's still alive and all this shit. And it's going to be like, oh my God. Cause I remember post credits. He's like, yo, Letty's alive. And fucking Eva Mendes comes out and she's working with the rock. And I'm like, wait, what? She's from too fast, too furious. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm watching like everything happening because I, I don't know why this is the first, I feel like I haven't had a movie like this where, i'm basically in my head creating a cork board with all the webs for the characters and it's like they're from these movies what happened to this character from this movie are they still alive what happened to them and then they kill vince and vince dies and i'm like no vince (laughs) and uh like i'm just like shit so that means i'm like wondering where's leon from the very first movie he's like the only one from that crew that's not potentially dead that we know that i know about so far so i want to know what happened to leon and then what happened to suki she was uh the Asian girl that was driving in the second one. So those are the two characters I want to know what happened to them. Like I need my closure on Leon and Sookie, man. Like what what happened? I need to know. Like what's going on with the family, man? <laughs> I love this movie, James. I fucking love this movie so much. It's like I don't even know if I want the other movies. I'd buy this one though. I, I it's just so. Good. I'm gonna wait and just see how all these movies go. I feel like James. By the end of this, if I really get into the series i'm just gonna wait for the series to end after like got 10 like and 10 two or whatever get a fucking insane box set that's got vin diesel's fucking head on it and i'm gonna yeah. be like yeah it's about family baby if they call that's it gonna... like
1: the family saga i would fucking love that oh my
0: god that would be amazing i do my i was talking to my buddy miles we were watching it together because he's like yo when you get to five let me know and i'll watch it with you so he watched it and he's like i'm surprised there's no like fast and furious rpg where you build your own crew and shit and i'm like thinking about it and i'm like
1: there's that terrible game
0: dude honestly this could be like in terms of just make it kind of like car style like gta a little bit but oh oh yeah for for, for forgot they made a game that actually exists yeah but if they made a good game though if they made a good game that was like legit serious they could make a fucking insane world if they really wanted to and it, it's so cool because you're like, dude, this is like an alternate Earth, but it's like one of those Earths where you just slightly alter things where you could live into this one. And it's still not too bad because you're like, the only difference is now there's like cars that could like fly off buildings and like cross bridges when there's no bridge. And it just doesn't make any sense, but it works. So, fuck yeah, Fast and Furious. I am like pumped. Five, five like, all right, one through four i was like yo this is dope i'm i'm getting i'm getting into this five fucking sold me i love the shit out of this i can't wait to next week i'm gonna watch at least six and seven (laughs) maybe eight for next week we'll see what happens but we're getting there guys. i'm dude i'm all fucking i'm all in baby i'm all in for the family (laughs) yes all right fuck yeah that has been Sutra Sad Talk, guys. If you want to com- leave us uh, any comments, questions, anything like that, you can at talk at gmail.com. Uh, we will read your questions on the show if you so wish it, of course. You can follow the show on Facebook and, not Facebook, uh, maybe coming soon, though. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Talk, And you can also uh, just subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. And of course, please uh, give us a five-star review if it's Apple Podcast. You can find James on Twitter at InvaderGym124 and you can find me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. We will be back with you guys next week with a probably much shorter episode uh, filled with less Space Jam hate and Shark Week nonsense and much more Fast and Furious though of course. Yeah. Till then, catch you guys next week.
1: Thanks for listening and for the love of God, don't watch uh, Space Jam. You're like, I say, it's bad.